House on the Hill, 4. Stone, cold, silence. She had felt trapped, of course, but time was temporary, and as a god she knew she was above such things. Held up by beliefs and the power of sacrifice, she knew her time was over. Well, at least for a while. And so she slept, watched, dreamed, and waited until the chosen child found her. She was one of the daring ones who followed her curiosity into the twists and turns of the tunnels, the labyrinthine ways that served both to protect and to free the three who were held and held themselves the skies in place. She marked the passages with lines and symbols and learned the ones from ancient times. When she reached out of her stone and broke the spell of waiting, touching, the child lightly upon her head, they were both reminded of wonder, awe and awakening. She as a god, her purpose, and the child as eyes fresh to see the world anew. The girl was without fear, but full of questions for how, where and what had not vanished from the vocabulary of the world and why gave reasons that she was not yet able to understand. But one thing was clear, and both understood in their daily conversations. The sky was failing. A great bane pervaded the world, an envelope of darkness, a shroud that etched the colour from the world, was eating at the perfect, endless blues and seas of sky. And so... She encouraged the child to collect. The first child born of her family and her child to be born and through the generations. A chain of gold through time that would pass the bowls of sunlight each and every morning, collect it at sunrise from the edge of her dawn and pass it through the corridors, the corridors in hidden passageways to the lake of skies, hidden in the recessed caves, the hollows of crystal caverns that lay untouched beneath the house, beneath the house on the hill.